0: Hello, my name's Jack Howard and welcome to The Screen Test. This is a show where we take some of our favourite films and TV shows, put them through a series of rounds to definitively and officially decide which are some of the best of all time. Joining me, as always, is chief film critic at the independent Clarice Lockery. We have one third of the cyber nerds, Joe Kimwin, And joining us for this episode is boxing superstar and YouTuber, Vidal Riley. So Prime Video currently has the entire Rocky series. It has Creed 1 and Creed 2. And it also has my personal favourite boxing movie, born to fight starring stone-cold steve austin <laughs> that one. I, was for it, love. I was waiting for it so this is how it's going to work you lot are going to pick your favorite boxing movie and go head to head over a number of rounds as to why yours is the best you get three points if you win a round you get one point if you lose a round and you get two if you end up in the middle now i i genuinely really like boxing movies no matter how many times I see a story where a character is preparing for a fight, but really it's about the fight within. I fall for it every time. What about you, Vidal? Being a boxer yourself, do you yeah. like boxing movies? Or I is guess. there a weird sort of thing about watching it and being like, that's not how it works?
1: Yeah, definitely. You do become automatically judgmental because you're just like, okay, that's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. Like, you become a harsh critic. But um, it-, it is motivating. When they're good... They're good, and it can make make you get up, go run, go train, and add to what you're already doing. But um, yeah, as a boxer, we get emotional very fast. I'm sure as well that sometimes
0: you're watching it and being like, if somebody got punched that many times, they would just be dead.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially the the Rocky days when the defense was uh, non-existent. They're hard to watch, but Just, just lots of punches
0: to the head, just over and over again. And they just keep being like, yeah, go on, keep going.
1: Yeah, they got the craziest sound effects on them. But I wish my punches
2: don't like the movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just echoing out the entire arena. Literally.
2: I'm really interested in boxing movies. Um, playing sports myself, I really feel like it's interesting to see how like individual in an individual sport, like the dynamic and the psychology of it goes into, mixed in with the personal dramas of just being a regular person and having a regular life. So I'm all about them. Clarice, are you a fan of boxing films?
3: No, I'm a nerd. I don't like sports. (laughs) Honest, three points. Honesty. (laughs) I I always
0: just, I always get filled myself drawn to them. All right, let's uh, hear everyone's choices for their favorite boxing film that they're bringing to this discussion. Vidal, going to start with you. What is your choice? And give us a little statement as to why you've chosen it.
1: Okay, my favorite boxing movie of all time is Rocky Uh, (laughs) Four. Reason being, I feel like the movie includes a bit of everything: motivation. Uh, a statement, politically, um, character, <laughs>
2: everything—it
1: has everything. That means Joe's biting his
0: tongue. Joe, what's your pick?
2: Ali, Bombay, Ali—the champ is here. Yes, the champ is definitely here. I picked Ali because there's no, there's nothing better than telling the story of one of the greatest boxers of all time. I feel like it just kind of makes sense when we're talking about the best boxing movie of all time but we'll get into it why later that's fair i've got my my reasons that's all right
3: so as i said don't really do don't really do boxing films normally but i do do martin scorsese movies and i love martin scorsese to death so i picked raging bull because it's it's sort of about boxing but also it's mostly about the usual martin scorsese things like masculinity italian yes. americans <laughs> i i just i honestly
0: just to start this off don't know how we're supposed to have an actual conversation about what's the better boxing movie raging bull or rocky 4 it's yes, mad yeah. it's actually crazy listen listen i'm glad <laughs> listen. started it off jack I,
1: I was appalled when, when i saw it when when you explain yourself things are clearer so that's why i'm here people that is my
3: can own we start with the robot <laughs>
0: i honestly don't know i don't Explain know it feels like you're robot. already in a hole and you haven't even started <laughs> and you just need to climb your way Listen,
1: out the, it was the 80s it's the mid 80s robots were cool don't look at it with a <laughs> 2021 eye got to look at it okay the But
3: raging bull was also the a-bots because he was like yeah not like oh let's put a robot in to be jake lamotta's best friend <laughs>
1: Yeah, of course it was set in the forties, so yeah, good. They wouldn't have had no robots then, but in the eighties, you're gonna have a little robot nah, pop up. It just doesn't make sense. It makes so much sense because if we could have a robot now, modern day, we probably would, especially during these times. <laughs> <laughs> Keep us okay. on company. So
0: we have Raging Bull versus Ali. Versus Rocky 4. <laughs> so we're going to start with the IMDB rating, which is the only round that I don't have any control over. Basically, what I'm going to do is gonna, we're going to find out which has the highest or lowest rating on IMDb and that is basically the people's choice. And based on that you will get three to one points. But first I want to ask you what order do you think the films are going to be in? Who do you think is going to be the top? Who do you think is going to be bottom? Clarice gonna to come to you first.
3: Raging Bulls Top <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> then Ali, then Rocky Four, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: okay. What about you, Vidal? What do you think?
1: No, I I agree with the order of the
0: I am DB you think ratings. Rocky Four is going to be last? Yeah. What about you, Joe?
2: Hey, uh, that's a clean sweep. I'm going with Raging Bull, Ali, and Rocky Four last. All
0: right, let's find out. Alexa, tell me the IMDb rating of Raging Bull. Raging
3: Bull has an IMDb rating of
0: 8.2 out of 10. Sorry,
2: I thought it'd be higher.
0: Good. Okay, we're starting strong. 8.2 is not bad. That's yeah. very. good. I was expecting so. higher.
2: Yeah, I, th- I thought it was going to be on like a
0: 9.2. To be honest, it's the Marvel. I wouldn't give it a 9.2, but I give it. I give it
1: more than an
0: 8.2. Alexa, tell me the IMDb rating of Ali. The movie Ali has an IMDb rating of 6.8 out of 10. 6.8. That's harsh. 6.8. It's
1: getting dicey. Pretty low. High. That's, I'll that's, um, uh, everyone uh, calm down,
2: idea, everyone, to be honest.
0: I mean, do we think that Rocky 4 is going to score higher than 6.8? Uh, I don't know. It
2: Ro- should. Rocky it's going
3: to be like a four, right? <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> Sorry. Rocky's <laughs> coming in lower. Four,
2: Rocky 4 has oh, to be yeah, lower. Oh, yeah, that
0: robot. I,
1: mean, I think you know what, you know what I want to do? I want you guys to watch Rocky 4 with me. Oh, and yeah. I dressing. would like to see
0: that enthusiasm. <laughs> Let's see if the people have the same enthusiasm commentary. that you do. Here we go. Okay, it has to beat 6.8. Alexa, tell me the IMDb score for Rocky Four. Rocky Four has an IMDb rating of 6.9 out of 10. Whee! How? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. How I can't believe Ali it? is last against all odds.
2: <laughs> so there's Sly fans coming out the woodwork. So <laughs> I'm
0: sorry to say this, but in this first round, Clarice, you get three points. Vidal, you get the two points. Well but deserved. But Joe... One point. Can you? What do you think about Ali being last in the IMDb rating? What do you think to the people's rating? The people are wrong.
2: Um, <laughs> Ali said it in a movie and I'll say it here today.
0: <laughs> there you go, fair play. So the points stand three for Raging Bull, two for Rocky Four, and one for Ali. In terms of the people's rating, this is where we're at right now. But round two is cast. So talk to me about your casting choices in your movie, why you think that makes it stand out above the rest. We'll come to Joe first.
2: All right. Well, in my movie, Will Smith plays Ali, one of the greatest boxers of all time. Um and I feel like this is a great performance by Will Smith. He dives deep into the role. Um he's super charismatic. The only the only downfall Will Smith has in this movie is that Ali is ju- in real life is just so much more charismatic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is probably just the only thing wrong with this movie that Ali, trying to translate Ali's actual charismatic and how impactful his life was, is hard to translate because it's that great. But making
0: a movie in 2001 about him, who else could you have cast? I mean, it's perfect sort of meta casting, like casting the most famous charismatic man currently at that time as one of the most charismatic men of all time is it's just it's kind of genius
2: 100 percent. it's also got um jamie Foxx as drew bundy who i feel like plays a great small supporting role and it's got jada pinkett smith who was his wife at the time but yeah i feel like it's got a good well-rounded cast and i feel like it's carried by do you
0: think that will smith does a good accent as as muhammad no. ali
2: no I mean, no.
0: I mean, it's not.
2: It's not great. But w- tell decent. me an actor you could have put decent. in that role who could have did it, mm. and then I'll and then I'll give you the. I think you would have
0: been sacrificing what I you know, what I just said about having the star power of having somebody like that portraying. It's kind of like the person of the time. He was like the equivalent to Muhammad Ali in two thousand and one. That like you couldn't have somebody else. You'd be losing that if you were getting somebody else who is more accurately representing the accent but it's kind of like you give and take like he he brings some of the energy of yeah. Muhammad Ali
2: 100% with the charisma that uh the energy and like almost the physicality um in the body and how he moves i feel like he's 100% there in in representing Ali i just feel like the accents the the thing that everyone's going to try and hang on to but it's just not that bad
0: yeah 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 it's it's definitely not Will Smith just doing a Will Smith performance he's definitely trying to, to be Muhammad yeah. Ali, but yeah. without doing just an impression of him
3: as well. Yeah, 100%. Mm. And it not, a not to, like, <laughs> not to shoot down my own side, <laughs> but okay. I think what's so good about his performance is the he he's so good at the conflicted side because it's so much about Ali sort of trying to figure out his identity and his faith mm. and, and mm. his position in society. And I think Will Smith like gets all that stuff perfectly and that's like the strongest point of his performance. And that's the point of the movie. I think the accent's like kind of high the, like either here nor there in the end of the day.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. Clarice, but what do you, Regin what do you think about Reginald. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> Pick it up.
3: Um Robert De Niro <laughs> 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 Moving on. one <laughs> uh, is second oscar for this and his only other one the only other one was godfather part two i think you could argue this is the best robert de niro performance mm-hmm. i mean uh, people will probably contest that no. but i think
0: what do you think it is vidal goodfellas you think goodfellas yeah
3: yeah i mean <laughs> i think I there's a trifecta of like. this or taxi Father. driver godfather
0: *Part two. and king of comedy for me
2: for me, I'm gonna have to go with tra- Taxi Driver. If we're talking about best Robert De Niro, I mean, he's but I think it's maddenous.
0: interesting. I mean, a not to interrupt you, but I think it's interesting how Scorsese basically. I mean, it's not a secret; he keeps making the same type of film over and over again. But especially mm. with Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, and King of Comedy, it feels mm. like he's just got together with um, De Niro and made. That type of movie, exploring the same type of themes with the just Irishman. a different, yeah, coat of, yeah, the Irishman as well, and Goodfellas in a way, like a different coat, of paint,
3: yeah, yeah. And I guess like I, why I would maybe point to Raging Bill being, I'm too be honest, I'm not 100 certain on this. But why I think it is could be the best Robert De Niro performance because he's so good in everything. Is that it does really capture, I think, the essence of what makes him such an iconic actor, which is this this constant fight between the the poeticism and he had kind of a quite bohemian upbringing so I think he has sort of a poetic very artistic side to him and then the sort of the masculine the sort of fractured masculinity that Scorsese always brings out in in all his movies and all his characters what his movies are all kind of inevitably about (laughs) and and the, the those things like constantly finding each other like the poeticism and the brutality just which I think uh, not to be down on Al Pacino like that's why I've always been a De Niro fan over Pacino because there's there's so much more conflict inside of him as an actor and you see that so beautifully and there's also just a Drop in also Kathy Moriarty as Vicky. And she was just, this was her first role and she got an Oscar nomination. They just, Joe Pesci just like found her at a beauty pageant, which I think is amazing. Wow. And also Joe Pesci, who was about to quit the acting industry period at this oh. point because like she's he, selling
1: this, I can't lie to you. She's selling it. <laughs> and he like so this is
3: amazing. Like he he had been a character actor for years and he was not getting anywhere and he was like, I give up. And then I think De Niro had seen a short like a movie with him where he had the small role and it was like this guy, he came in, delivered again what I would argue is maybe the best performance. I think it's one of, of my favourite
0: of Joe Pesci's. I think yeah. it's it's like a quieter performance from him. Like I know everybody loves the the how am I funny, Goodfellas stuff. But there's something about the hugging scene in Raging yeah. Ball. It's just it's just uncomfortable and heartbreaking. Mm. It, and he plays it so so well.
3: And the level of, like, love, like, that's what I love about Raging Bullets. It's sort of, like, these two men who really want to just express their love for each other, but they can't, because like, You know, toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. (laughs) Can't um... express your love for anyone, so you gotta go punch each other in the ring, (laughs) which I'm not saying is what boxing about is about. Like, I I don't think this movie. movie... Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think this is a commentary on boxing. I think it's a commentary on like certain aspects of masculinity, and it just happens to come out in this.
0: Something that come to mind about Ali is that I think that one of the best things that Will Smith does in the movie is he sells the boxing. The dedication that Will Smith had to sort of create like those boxing matches authentically yeah. and how yeah. he was behaving in the ring really felt like he was a seasoned Amazing.
2: boxer. No, it was true because they did all of the training with 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 real boxers and the boxing in the movie is all real, except mm-hmm. for the only rule that was there was that they weren't actually allowed to knock out Will Smith. So I feel like they were pushing it forward when we're talking about boxing mm-hmm. in the ring mm-hmm. that is then translated into movies that are coming out now, which... Vidal might try and say is because of Rock his movie, but they're they're taking the elements from Ali and and that's yeah. what's making their movies good. Today. F- from the boxing side, I
1: have to agree. When I was watching um, Ali, I was looking at the boxing and I was like, wow, this is really good. that like, the way they've simulated the fights because I've watched the real fights and to see even the finishes, the knockdowns, the movement to see the slow motion how, version yeah,
0: of that famous knockout.
1: Yeah, that it, to see the
0: three punch knockout. <laughs>
1: The way he moved back, and even the actors on the other side who fell the same as say George Foreman yeah. fell and Fraser boxed, and they got James Tony, who's a legend in real life, boxing to play Joe Fraser, oh, which free. I found amazing because James Tony could copy the style being a boxer, and create that authenticity, so in terms of boxing in the movie, the quality Ali definitely wins that. I'm all right well Vidal so how how bull, does St-
0: how does Stallone this compare this down, to so De Niro and to Will Smith Talk to Sylvester Stallone
1: that. So you got Robert De Niro great actor Will Smith great actor legendary actors but Sylvester Stallone is Rocky he he wrote this movie he wrote all of the Rocky so when Sylvester Stallone is playing Rocky he's playing What he's he directed
0: Rocky Four as well.
1: Directed too. He's not imitating anyone or trying to be as close to anyone else as he can be. (laughs) Right. You got uh, Carl Weathers in there playing Apollo Creed, playing the Muhammad Ali influenced character, charismatic, you know, speedy style and everything. Same comparison. You got Dolph Lundgren in there, just a beast. Literally looking like a beast in the movie in tremendous shape, scary specimen. To
0: me, he just looks like the (laughs) buffet Nazi I've ever seen. Yeah, it's
1: just like, wow, this guy does look scary. You got his wife, Talia Sher in there that plays the lovely, sweet character, supportive woman who's just holding him down no matter what. You have to remember this is the fourth edition of the Rocky series so every character is already established and for them to be growing along with the movies and showing a story of how their past experiences that were in the previous movies have affected them to Rocky Four is amazing. The retirement story, how they put that across about how you can change, maybe you can't change. Um, And just how all the characters, everyone that's playing their role poorly, his character very well. He's played the same character and is very consistent. That's what I'm um, impressed with is the consistency of everyone's character and the significance that when they all come together, it makes for a
2: great plot. The issue is that collectively there's just a lack of good acting in the movies. Um, Yeah, and it's, (laughs) it's, it's so much easier to play yourself Sylvester Stallone then take on the responsibility of representing a real-life character Mm -hmm. or someone who's lived a real life and and been through through like crazy emotional things in their personal and professional life and I feel like this is just where Rocky just doesn't have a chance here like they Especially Rocky Four. Rocky. I think I'm I think
0: you would maybe would have had more of a chance mm. in cast by picking mm. the first the Rocky. Rocky, and this is you know. It's, uh, you know yeah, like it's I, a I, personal I opinions, of course. Well. But, but Rocky Four is is, I would just call it montage. The movie is. It's basically <laughs> just like it's basically just like a bunch of very dramatic speeches yeah. cut between a bunch of very like. Yeah, just like when
3: he's driving in the car and it's just like a recap of what happened in the other in movies. the other movies.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> like, no, but that's amazing. Montage that, of the montage the other montage is <laughs> amazing. No one else can play Rocky, right? You could find someone else to play Jake LaMotta and you could find someone else to play Muhammad Ali, but you cannot replace Sylvester Stallone if you're talking about Rocky. And for that fact, it's just already a strong enough point for me. I know
2: that's a great point but it just yeah. doesn't make his performance as Rocky anywhere close to Jake LaMotta's or Will Smith's, Will Arles, Smiths. I, I, mean, also, I also
0: don't know if you could just find somebody else to do the, what, what De Niro did in Raging Bull. I think that's a very like what Clarice said I think it's debatably one of the mm. Best
3: performances De Niro has mm. ever given. Also, the movie wouldn't have existed if it weren't for De Niro because yeah, he was the one who found the book and he got really obsessed with the book and he was like, "Martin, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we got to make this movie." movie. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: so, so, and, and you should you should cast someone else for Ali. Who who have you got? Who would you have casted in that time and age? Who would you casted in instead of Will Smith? That's what I thought too. <laughs> so. well,
1: you could get Denzel. We'll Denzel can do anything. I don't ever write Denzel off for anything. He oh, just, in the same year, he did Malcolm Ali X, so now. he couldn't have.
0: If they were going to do Muhammad yeah, Ali yeah, now, who yeah. do you think they, you, they'd cast? Probably an unknown.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it would be
2: one uh, of the... I would t- always go... like If uh, it was today, you do go with an unknown. It's it's a different time.
1: Yeah, you've got you to pick someone unknown. Um, All right, but I look more points. like him.
0: Let's do some points. Uh, I'm going to give... Three points to Raging Bull, two points to Ali, and one point to Rocky Four. <laughs> Good round. Good run. I think you're carefully. going to argue yourself very, very well. But I think I agree that the other performances, just they just take it for me. And it maybe would it be a different story if you'd picked not Rocky Four. So currently, Raging Bull is on six points. And Rocky IV and Ali are head-to-head with three points each. So the next round we're going to do is memorable scenes. So... Pick something from this film that you think stands out, that, that takes it above all the rest. I want to start with Rocky Four. I okay. want to know which of the montages or which of the dramatic speeches you're going to pick. There's
1: yeah. there is there's so many in this movie, right? <laughs> there's so many in this movie, I don't know where, where to start. But the first in the movie being when Carl Weathers is trying to convince um, Sylvester Stallone, Apollo Creed's trying to um, convince Rocky to coach him for that final fight against Drago and he's saying how we're fighters this is something that's in our instincts you can't just switch it on and off like a radio it's something that's built inside you cars houses all these things you can have but what's really inside you you can't change what you are and we're fighters we're warriors and if there's no war to fight then the warrior might as well be dead and that is so true because as a fighter in real life if you feel like there isn't a war if you feel like there isn't something to tackle you don't have that it's not the same you do feel like a part of you is missing it does spur you on so that's like one of the first um i'd say big speeches in the movie that are that's very important then moving forward you got rocky talking to his wife about how he's going to take the fight she's saying that yeah, they're on the stairs. She's saying he's going to kill you. Suicide. He's saying, listen, I'm a fire. This is what he was basically repeating what Apollo said to him. And now he's lost his friend. He's just kind of bringing that back in and saying, look, This is me. This is who you marry. This is what I do. I have to do it.
0: really interesting to hear that perspective of it because to me, Rocky IV feels like the opposite of Raging Bull Mm. where like Raging Bull feels like it's exploring the idea of the obsessive reason to want to get into... Like, who is the sort of person who wants to get into a ring and punch another person or be punched by another person? And Rocky IV's turning it into a little bit of a this is just who I am type of thing. This is
1: what we do. And even as even admitting to his son in, there's a scene in Rocky four, he's admitting to his son that he does get a little bit scared sometimes. And he does think, why is this guy hitting me? But then there's a part of him again, that goes one more round that wants to take a bit more. He wants to push. And that is when he was saying that it was like, it's true as a fighter, every fighter will tell you there's a time they want to get out the ring, but there's also that part of them. that's like, go on, do it again. One more round. Let's go. And just to have that, in the movie, yeah you look like you've got some It's just the issue
2: for me with the whole Rocky thing. It's just like a superhero movie where it's like you just go in and Rocky's gonna win at the end. You can have all of these great speeches and stuff mm. like that, but how much weight does it have when we know Rocky's just gonna win? Like, well, that's like that's like
1: saying you can't make a Floyd a movie because he's never lost. It's just one of those things. It's like it's not about the result. I think in Rocky, it's about the journey. It's about if how he it wasn't it gets about
0: the result.
2: Them. He wouldn't win every fight
0: because i I don't want to just gang up but (laughs) but but but, but there is something about especially rocky 4 where it's like uh i want to fight this man Mm -hmm. you shouldn't fight that man i'm going to that man kills him then rocky goes i'm gonna fight that man now Mm. and then he beats him and it just feels like it's like it doesn't feel like any of the emotion for me Mm. lands the way that maybe it was intended to or or, Mm. or the way that they thought about it because it does feel a little bit I don't know, like it's superfluous, and it's just like to get to the fights that they want to have. Like they want to have the American fight the Russian. How do we do it? How do we do that? I guess the Russian should kill Apollo Creed, and then yeah, now we can have them it's, fight it's, each other.
1: It's a it's a thing where Rocky was in retirement. He he wasn't interested in fighting no more. And the fact that his friend died was the extent it had to go to for him to return to the ring, because. The death of your friend is a huge motivator, It would be a huge motivator for you to then step in and say, I have to avenge this. I have to do something about this. And I feel like creating that plot and creating that story, I, for me, it did hit home. It, for me, it did hit home because you would want to avenge your friend and you wouldn't want this guy. You would want to go to his backyard. You would want to go to where he's from and prove the point. Even
2: I, more i feel you and i feel like you're coming from the boxers perspective but yeah, if you want to talk yeah. about the best scene in rocky 4 it's the line if he dies he dies you should have just went with that like it's it's as corny as the whole movie
0: <laughs> I, I mean for me it's it's the <laughs> it's the um the development from we've had the rocky stairs mm. so now let's have the rocky mountain oh yeah <laughs> oh wow and like i mean i remember the first time that i I hadn't seen Rocky Four before I saw the parody of Rocky Four in Family Guy where where Brian does it and then goes to the top of the mountain and yells Drago (laughs) And so when I eventually (laughs) saw it in real the real movie, I was like, Oh, that is just as silly. (laughs) I watched
2: it it yesterday and I I pushed that out of my mind instantly. Like I was trying (laughs) to forget it. No, I feel like I don't know. I feel I feel like it's what it symbolizes as well.
1: And I understand, we've got to remember the movies, the two movies that I'm going up against, which I did think about are biopics. So they're going to be very realistic as their biopics. But for this movie to not be one, there is going to be things that are a bit more dramatic in there and a bit more for your entertainment, as well as symbolizing, I've, I've gone to Russia. I've overcome certain things in my life. Yeah, I've run the stairs, but this guy, to beat this guy, it's going to be a big climb.
0: Speaking of montages, though, I think that Ali opens with a montage that gives you context for who this man is and his life, and I think mm. that's beautifully done. Mm. It, talk, see, talk to me about that.
2: That is a see. That is a great scene, but that's that's not even what I want to focus on. I feel like Ali didn't want to go the whole from a child to a certain age, so they wrapped the, like so much emotional stuff up and 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 just so much knowledge that you need history into that montage but for me the most memorable scene is when um ali is asked to go and enlist and they call him cassius clay and he doesn't respond um and he says he's named by muhammad ali and that's how we should be called and as he's leaving the reporters are there and he's telling them that like how can he go to war he's fighting against a government that is against him that's not supporting him like when we're talking about relevance today like that super relevant and and just that whole conversation and there's so many other moments when he comes into the in, into the weighing. Imagine this: you're fighting the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, you bust through the door, you're running, you tell him I float like a butterfly, I sting like a bee. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> rumble, r- rumble, young man, rumble to the heavyweight yeah. champ. Yeah, but that's this is. I feel
1: like this is more of you complimenting. Muhammad Ali. Listen, the thing is, as a person, the thing is, the no. Movie. If you
2: watch the, and this is what I said at the beginning, the only thing that overshadows Ali the movie is the man. The movie itself is amazing, and all of these scenes. If Ali never did them, and we was watching a fictional character, Will Smith playing Muhammad Ali, make believe just like Rocky, this we'd be talking about this as a classic boxing movie. Do you know what I'm saying, and and, and it's just that's how I feel about that scene. There's, there's next, there's the interview on ABC where he goes on and he talks about launching man into the universe and making him be the yeah. first black satellite. Come yeah. on, how, how, bars, bro.
0: I, I, so I, I'm, I'm not as, as, uh, clued in on the reality of of Muhammad Ali's mm. of the events of the movie. Mm. The, the scene that you're talking about when the press are following him and he's saying, why would I go to Vietnam? Yeah. Why would I fight for this? Why, When I'm not treated like a person myself in my own country, is there real footage of that, of him doing that? Is that based on a real thing or is that written for the it's movie it, like that? It is That's based
1: real. on a, a real thing. I don't know if the, it was th- the message was given in that context of leaving with the reporters, yeah. but it's definitely something that was said. And I feel with, I was saying earlier with the Ali movie, is there, of course, there's great lines in there because Muhammad Ali was a great man. So, he, of course, there's going to be things that are in there that you're just like, man, what can we can't even argue this? We can't dispute this. But, and he was talking about it being relevant today, present day. Rocky Four <laughs> is still relevant today because there'd be no Creed II without Rocky Four. Rocky Four's <laughs> Creed II storyline stems from Rocky Four. So, it's still continuing a franchise to this present day. Based
2: on okay. that Creed story. Creed 2 takes more things from from Ali oh, than it does no, from just no. the, the continuing the general plot. And and even... Listen, I really like Creed 2, so I don't want to talk badly of it. You innit? can't. You can't. No, nah, Creed 2's fire, but Rocky Four ain't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, Clarice, was...
0: what do you think about what we've been talking about? And also, what do you think is the scene that stands out in Raging Bull?
3: Well, I think for me uh it's definitely the fight with sugar ray robinson but i kind of i want to cheat a little tiny bit by prefacing it with another scene because i think what has to come first for that scene to work is the uh jake lamotta going to basically beat up his brother and abuse his wife mm-hmm. and it, it's incredible because you have this sort of first half from the movie where all the boxing scenes have this sort of balletic like dance energy to them there's there's classical music playing there's something a little dreamy about it because he's he's kind of off the the high of his own power and so you have that for for a big chunk of the movie and then this this kind of smash i don't know interjection of just horrific real life violence intercuts into the movie he yeah he attacks his brother he he abuses he also punches his his wife it's horrible to watch and it's done in such a, a realistic way but then all the boxing scenes after that are different they take on a completely different quality and then you get to the Sugar Ray Robinson fight and it's horrifying it's it's the way that it's the silence the absolute like i don't know like stomach twisting silence of it of him just knowing that he's going to be like punched the hell out of basically <laughs> and I and him wanting him so it hard. like him wanting it because he wants to be i don't know if it's like a catholic thing like he wants to be <laughs> beat punished. the hell up he wants yeah. to be yeah. punished. punished he wants like to like the scene that comes to mind scene. is the one where the he tells same.
0: joe pesci to punch him in the face mm. yeah like there's and, lots yeah. of scenes where it feels like and also i mean compare just to, to contrast that there's scenes where he doesn't let himself have sex with his wife. Like he doesn't let himself have anything pleasurable, but he wants to feel pain. It feels like he really, really hates himself. Because
3: this is like uh, kind of what I said before, it's the total inability to express love (laughs) and affection Mm -hmm. and sex. And it's also kind of sex as well, because like some of the boxing scenes, I'll get onto this later. Some of the boxing scenes at the beginning are like super intimate, but then this is, yeah, this is just like, please punish me. I'm a bad person. And my favorite shot is just that moment of silence where the camera just like slowly goes in on Jake LaMotta, where he's about to be like really, really, really punched in the Mm -hmm. face. (laughs) And (laughs) then you follow that up with the really like fast cuts where it's just like blood, flashbulb, more blood, blood on people's faces, blood on the ropes, blood down his legs, like his face is not looking good right now. <laughs> the the glove hitting the face. And that to me is like one of the like greatest Bits of editing in film history, just the way see, that uh, whole scene is put together. See, I, I,
2: I love. I actually love that scene so much, and I think this is so great. And then, and this is what I say. Like I feel like it's so. If you was if you was teaching people about film and 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 directing, this raging bull is a, is a movie you could show them. But I feel like when it comes to like the boxing, it's mm-hmm. just it's not there. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not. just not there. Do
0: you think that the the boxing scenes fall flat? In, in Raging Bull for, I don't f-
2: I, I, I wouldn't say they fall flat I feel like they're very elegant and they're, they're, they're transformed into something else but they're not boxing it, yeah it's trying to tell it's not representing
0: a, accurate boxing yeah
2: it's trying to tell yeah. a different story and which which I think is amazing and I'm loving it and it goes with Raging Bull and it makes sense and you know that Martin
0: Scorsese is not going to be like what? <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you don't think it's me. realistic boxing?
2: <laughs> do you get me? Like, so it's it's there. It, 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 it is everything you're saying it is, but it's just not boxing. And I feel like that's my major issue with it I as agree. as a whole.
0: And, and Vidal, do you think that Rocky IV has accurate boxing? No, um, no, right.
1: no, no, not by any means. But uh, Rocky, Rocky in general, only until I think Rocky Balboa, Um, the boxing actually became a lot better. But um, during this heydays in the 70s, 80s, it was all very fictional and bad. But I thought Raging Bull was even worse, um, to be honest. Uh, Because if you're going to do a biopic on a great fighter, do not make him look like he's not a fighter. Like, you have to put in that work to make sure it resembles the real-life events. And I feel like they didn't do that with his opponents or Jake LaMotta in its entirety. Um, His body language in between rounds when he knocked people down, the way he pushes his gloves together and pushes his chest out was very Jake LaMotta-like. But when it comes to the fighting style and stuff like that, they didn't pay much attention to score that correctly. And as I did say earlier, um, Ali is the best movie Uh, thank you I'll compare in today when it comes to the boxing (laughs) scenes
3: yeah I agree it it is something that Scorsese did very deliberately they kept changing the size of the ring so that like when he was like on high like the ring would feel I think the ring would feel bigger because he'd feel really like yeah Yeah. and then it would start to feel really claustrophobic when he's starting to lose so it's definitely like not approaching it like this is a realistic representation of boxing but I Mm. think it's more like a I guess, intensely subjective representation of it. And so it's so much about the the psychology of what he's feeling in the moment. And that is shaping every single thing. So better. I think it, like, it's definitely I prioritizing
0: know. a character study over uh, a yeah. book. It's
3: 100%. accurate about the, maybe the mentality of this person boxing at this moment.
0: Just, let's just reiterate what everyone's chosen scene was because we've we've danced around a bit there which is good but Clarice what's your chosen scene for Raging Bull? Uh,
3: the Sugar Ray Robinson fight. And
0: for Ali, Joe?
2: um, It's the being chased by reporters and Oof. saying that he's fighting the US government.
0: And Vidal? I'm going to
1: go for the final scene when Rocky is giving the speech. When he's in where he solves communism,
0: oh,
3: yeah, he ends the cold war. He said, If I can respect my opponent, this is the thing. I feel like I feel like
1: people take (laughs) things so literal (laughs) when (laughs) he's using his power as a movie star to try and show peace, not that he's stopping a war.
0: I understand, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, on, on a bigger scale. That's what Stallone thinks. That was still so. Stallone being like, let's stop this. But in I the movie, it. it just reads quite funny. Yeah,
1: in the movie, the, it's the, like... The, yeah.
0: Literally, the leaders of Russia just stand up and clap. Clap. <laughs> and they all yeah.
1: just
3: love him at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're chanting your name. And,
1: he, and, he, and <laughs> they did bring home a point. They did bring home a little point. That there's things that bring people together in the world. No matter how much conflict there is, something can bring people together. And that fight brought them together.
0: Well, predictably or not, uh, I'm going <laughs> to give Raging Bull three points, Ali two points and uh, Ali... Uh, sorry, and uh, Rocky four. Jack's I'm, getting bullied, today. I, I'm honestly, getting bullied
1: today. <laughs> from this, Joe, from the start of this show, I you think, guys played down my Rocky.
0: I honestly think that that scene where the, the, the um, reporters are chasing Ali are, is incredible. Uh, and I think his performance is great and it stands out. It's like the trailer shot as well. But I think any scene that was picked from Raging Bull just ranks for me a bit higher than mm.
3: Scorsese, baby. Yeah, Scorsese, man. <laughs> like, and, and I and I value so the crazy. the so
0: uh, the, the character study, the, the sort of the intimate look at who this person was, rather than I'm com- coming at it from that point of view, rather than the idea of like accurately representing boxing as a thing. Because I know it's it's coming at it from that point of view, and I prefer that. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't want to feel like anyone's getting picked on. But right now, uh, Raging Bull is leading with nine points, Ali with five, and Rocky four with four points. Okay. The next round we're going to be doing is craft. So here we can talk about anything in the film that you think stands out. So you can talk about the directing, the writing, the music, the choreography of the fight scenes, anything that you want to, to bring up that you think ranks your movie above the rest of them. We're going to start with Clarice. Take it away.
3: Thelma Shoebaker. Yeah, what an editor. Icon. (laughs) And also I've been talking about that that Sugar Ray Robbins fight. I mean, that's why it's so good because she is one of the greatest editors to have ever lived. And so this is she worked on Scorsese's debut and then she couldn't work with him for a bit because the uh, the guild of editors wouldn't let her join because she was a woman. And then she Rightly so. <laughs> <laughs> and then she proved you guys wrong, <laughs> worked uh, with Scorsese on Raging Bull and then they've just worked together since and it's just like the most beautiful, creative marriage of two people and I just love them so much. So I think, I think her contributions and also Michael Chapman, the cinematographer, because really, I don't know, I think if I had to pick one thing that really makes Raging Bull pop it's it's sort of the editing and the pacing and the the sort of weird surreal beauty of it I mean for craft you could have
0: zoned in on anything in that movie but like for you you think the editing is the thing that like stands out like stands the test of time today like beautiful piece of work because of that yeah not that you have to pick one particular (laughs) thing
3: yeah I think it I think it's a real like showcase of Thelma Shoemaker's craft mm. is is she has such a sensitivity to tone and moment and character. And the way that that, that fight with Sugar Ray Robinson is edited, I think there is very little else in film that I think, I don't know, I think is really one of the best examples of editing, period.
0: Yeah, I think it's the first of her three Oscars. Um, and I agree. I think it totally lends a voice to the film that, would be so different without her. I think you're right. Joe, what do you think stands out, it's technically, so the, the filmmaking in Ali? Yeah, so hard to argue against. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, Scorsese. <laughs> <save you. laughs> right. Sorry. Like, the the Scorsese, innit? <laughs> <laughs> you've got I Michael do. Mann directing yours.
2: The one angle I do have, I believe, is the directing, but I'm talking about the directing focused around the boxing. Um, it stands the test of time. It is still some of the best boxing you can see on film. And I love that it was just a conscious decision in the beginning to say, no, we're not having Hollywood fighting in this movie. We're gonna, we're gonna push the envelope. We're dealing with one of the greatest fighters that's ever lived. So we want the, the conflict, the fighting in this to, to be that. Also, Will Smith taking a year to go and train in boxing to gain weight, his dedication. He did seven months in studying um, uh, Islam as well. Not that that's part of the boxing, but just to show you where Will Smith's mindset was when he was going into this. Mm -hmm. And then having the boxing still be transcendent today where movies like Creed and, and the Rocky franchise that is held up as one of the greatest boxing franchises is learning from this movie. I feel like it's it speaks for itself yeah i think that
0: one take um boxing fight in the midpoint of creed the first creed yeah now because i've seen creed before i saw ali yeah and i actually can now totally see see that like oh yeah they're taking from that and i love Mm. in creed uh, sorry in in ali as well like they keep cutting to these almost like voyeuristic angles Mm. in in the um in the boxing fights that feel very like like you're in the in the fight yourself That's like it's so overwhelming to watch it yeah
2: I feel like I feel like that's amazing, and even when you bring up Creed too, I'm, I know in Creed they let Michael B. Jordan was they was actually knocking him out, and I feel like yeah. that's the escalation from um, from yeah, Ali, I where that, Jordan, um, yeah. where the character who plays Sonny was allowed to hit Will Smith as hard as possible, but just was not allowed to knock him, knock out. him out. So I feel like. It it, it it took boxing and movies to a whole new place into a brand mm. new stratosphere and we're going to see the the repercussions of that forever
1: yeah mm. like, Vidal, and you point. you agree with all that yeah no listen when it comes to the boxing side of things it oh, 100% you can see that in 2001 they're making that movie fast forward to you know Choose Rocky Rocky Balboa that was made in 2006 i believe mm-hmm. you can see they were like guys we need to up our game. Mm-hmm. This this dramatic boxing stuff; those days are over. Let's make this look more realistic. Let's bring in real boxers. I and could I feel, feel myself
0: when I was watching Ali. I was um, mm. I'm I'm doing the you know the, yeah I'm, no no and and cast can't help it, myself.
1: Even bringing in real life fighters, they bring in they brought in James Tony to play Joe Fraser in Ali, and then later on in Rocky Balboa, they brought in Antonio Tava to play Mason the dixon against Rocky Balboa. Then they've got Andre Ward in the that's Creed. Great. Alongside Tony Bellew, yeah. so you can see that they definitely said, "Yeah, let's get these real fighters to play the roles, and it might make better boxing scenes." And hundred percent, Joe, I have to agree with you on that. But okay. what do you
0: think stands out in Rocky Four in the craft oh. in, in terms of like its soundtrack, think... its its
1: its directing, its montages? I can
0: see Joe's face. He's he's gonna. I'm 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 interested to know what you but think. I just want to hear. It. Well, it we got out. we got a
1: great movie here that's produced by the same people that produced *Raging Bull* with um, Robert Chartoff and Erwin um, Winkler. And so that we know they know what they're doing when it comes to the boxing movies and producing them. And then you've got the like-for-like training, which I find amazing, which is still current to this day. You've got Drago, who's doing, obviously, a lot of uh, robotic, machine-based training, which a lot of people Science. do. Yeah, a lot of scientific and store it, which again, these things do exist in sport today. And then you see Rocky, using the traditional way but he's training the same muscles he's getting the same results and that I feel is very important from a boxer's perspective because you're not always in a stage in your career in your career and in your life where you can have the highest of equipment you can have access to the best of things but what is shown in Rocky 4 is what you have around you can be enough yeah you might not be able to access the machine but chop the tree lift the bricks
0: just go to a cabin in the middle of nowhere and work
1: hard yeah go (laughs) and work Hard time and get what you want.
0: I think that it's a wonderful angle to take on it. I just, uh, for for me, Rocky Four, I just can't get past the the silliness of it. And it, is yeah. it? I mean, is that's it a movie that's been with you your entire life? Is yeah. it is it like? Has it been your favorite since you were a kid? It's
1: been it's been my
0: favorite movie,
1: boxing movie for mm. a long time, and it's re- it's because there's times as a fighter in real life where you get a bit demotivated and you get a bit, you know, like you need to hear some of those messages. You need to hear some of those things just to kind of rekindle and reignite you, just to push you again. And even though he's running a mountain on the screen, you can go outside and go for a run, even though you're not about to hit the mountain. You're like, you know what? I can do this. I'm going to train hard for this. There's a guy out there that's trying to beat me up like how Drago's aiming for Rocky. I'm
0: going to climb that metaphorical mountain. I'm going to climb
1: that metaphorical mountain Mm -hmm. and make this happen. And it is, I think, yeah, it's, it's just my movie, innit? That's uh, what I'm mate, to, I'm
0: to it? Mate, and there's, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with having that personal connection to it. It's just that I'm going to try and be as objective as I as can. Oh, of course, but, of course. And, and, and also, I can't help but bring my personal opinions into it. Okay, so just to sort of reiterate, you're saying that in terms of its its messaging and the things that it's yes. coded with, that's the thing. And that is the thing. Joe, you're saying uh, that in Ali, the fighting itself changed the way that boxing movies were made from that, that point on. And Clarice, you're saying that the editing in Raging Bull is what makes it the movie that it is. I think you've all got very good points. Well <laughs> done everybody. Um that was a good round guys. It was. was I'm going to I'm yeah. going to I'm going to give Ali 3 points and then I'm going to give Clarice uh, and Raging Bull 2 and I'm going to give Rocky for the 1 points. And I think that's I think it's because of where we live now like I think that you're right Joe that boxing movies did change mm. after Ali, and you can see how much of an impact having real boxing in a movie about boxing can have on the rest of, of the film. It, it, having that realism be part of it is really important. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so right now, Raging Bull leading the way with 11 points, Ali with eight points, and Rocky four has got five Oof, points.
1: <laughs> looking bad, guys.
0: Okay, but now <laughs> is maybe your time to pull it back, because cultural impact what what is it about your particular movie that's that's carried through the rest of cinema or maybe even into pop culture in general Mm -hmm. and we'll start with rocky four it's a
1: movie that it's it's just it's clearly held its position in history to be used in the newest boxing movie of today which is creed 2 right the way that they can connect Rocky 4 to the newest movies, to how Rocky's personality is, things like that. Very important to show how things can haunt you in real life, to show you how decisions that you made as a younger man can still affect you as an older man and still affect the next generation. Because Rocky's decisions later on affected Creed's son and how he made, how he chose to do things, how he decided to train. So, in linking that to a cultural thing, it's like, your life experiences will influence a future generation. And we've seen that with those, the connection between those two movies. Again, I bring home my point about the Boxing Hall of Fame. I believe that Sylvester Stallone is the only actor in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. And that's just amazing. It's amazing to think that you can write a story so inspiring that the real boxing world have to give you your credit. Having, again, having a statue built after a fictional character just based on the stories that are connected to him is a massive thing culturally. Tons of boxers worldwide documented said that they've started boxing because of the Rocky movie. And if your movie can tell someone or advise someone to start a sport, a whole new sport, you want to dedicate your life, to a, one of the hardest sports in the world based off a movie that is fictional. That's what makes it even more special. These are not biopics and I want to copy in his footsteps. This is written and made up but so heartfelt that you can want to use your real life to try and step into the shoes of a fighter.
0: I also think that it's important to mention, and, and it's not like it has a huge impact mm. on the quality of the film itself, but Rocky mm. Four. Also, is the, the most, most financially successful of the Rocky films. Yes,
1: I believe it was. It grossed three hundred million. Yep, with a two twenty eight million budget. At a twenty eight million budget, grossed three hundred million worldwide. Which, if we was to use an inflation
0: yeah calculator, from nineteen
1: eighty five, nearly we're well going closer to a billion present day. Um, it's it's a tremendous, it's a groundbreaking movie because I feel like the story is stronger in the earlier Rockies, right? And in the later Rockies, the boxing becomes better, becomes more realistic. But I feel like Rocky IV was literally in the middle of keeping the story and also the budget to make things dramatic and still cinematic for a casual eye. And I feel like that's what's really important. Rocky can be watched by anybody. I need to have interest in Muhammad Ali and I need to have interest in Jake LaMotta or background knowledge to fully understand those movies. Whereas with Rocky... You can watch it
0: at any time. Clarice, what right. you got to say about that?
3: I had no idea who Jake LaMotta was when I wa- first watched *Raging Bull*, and I, I still don't have that much interest in him. Else, oh, sorry, no offense to Jake LaMotta. <laughs> <laughs> if he's watching, which but one, like, sure he is, yeah, I didn't. I had like you know no context for it. And to be honest, like. I Because I'm not a huge sports movie person, I, like, also came to the Rocky movies not really, like, I don't know, I feel like the context didn't, uh, talking to somebody who isn't invested in the boxing movie, I think the context for all of these movies doesn't quite matter, because I think their advantage is that they do all quite sort of neatly express (laughs) what the core personality of each figure is. Mm. Like, I I do agree that I think you could watch Rocky four and it could be your first Rocky movie. And, you know, thanks to all the montages, you'd be like, Oh yeah, I I understand who Rocky is. (laughs) I, I think you definitely I think I'm don't just going to give
0: I'm going to give Vidal a bonus point just for for use of montage. <laughs> 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 just a just a quick point
1: I wanted to add in. Sorry, sorry, just sorry to cut you. No, I'm pretty much um, done. <laughs> <laughs> the movies Ali and Raging Ball can make you more interested in the individuals that the movie is on, but it might not motivate you to actually become a boxer. And if we're talking about their best boxing movie, Rocky
2: has proven to motivate a lot of people into boxing. All right, so if we're talking about cultural impact, I feel like the movie Ali highlights everything that Muhammad Ali, the man portrayed, and all of the areas that he touched on. I feel like Ali was fighting a battle against the government, against religion, against a corrupt boxing system. Um, it even touches on his relationships with with females and his wife and, and, and all of these things. And I feel like mm. this is at a time in 2001 when all of these topics were not being spoken about, but we had an opportunity to make a biopic about a historic man whose life touched on all of these things. And we could then disguise it, how you like hidden messages, um we can disguise it around what's going on with Muhammad Ali. I feel like people will be drawn to this movie because it says Ali and because it's got Will Smith, but the messages it sends are deep and they are still resonating today like we like Ali it was it's just a gateway in to looking up all of these issues, finding out why the government was against um the world heavyweight champion um going uh, becoming a, like Being Muslim, talking about being broke, one of the best boxers of all time, it touches on um, Don King and all of these things. It touches on the drug abuse in in his circle and just how he deals with all of these things and, and the struggle that he's having doing that. I mean, I feel like the cultural impact transcends boxing in this movie. So mm. I mean, yes, I Rocky made a couple guys become a boxer, but couple d- guys, but <laughs> that's un- that's un- but, unreasonable. But Ali, <laughs> Ali, Ali, t- Ali, the movie touches on Malcolm X's assassination. It t- touches on Martin Luther King's Junior's assassination. Mm. The um,
0: Vietnam War, the Vietnam, Vietnam War, yeah.
2: just the 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 whole Islam thing. How how Americans see black people in mm. the community, like.
0: And do you think that's what? michael mann wanted to do was to highlight these 1, sort of themes and using ali as the point of reference as I, your way into talking about that stuff i, I mm. do
2: believe so because the the role that malcolm x plays in the movie is not a large one but there is another although it,
0: it, it's a very specific point at it, the very beginning of the movie where it almost it's almost giving the origin of why yes ali was doing this is because yes. of malcolm x uh, yeah, and 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 that's why i believe he's there
2: just for that just to, just to let you guys know, uh, look, I'm putting mm-hmm. the seeds of this here. And, and, I, and in, my, in Michael Mann's perception of what happens, that was the catalyst to what then transpires later on through the movie. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to include the Martin Luther King stuff. But if you're already touching on the Malcolm X, mm-hmm. we're going to get deeper into this story. And it, it tells a subtle story around the sides, as long as telling a biopic of Muhammad Ali. That's- and that's why I feel like the cultural impact is is, is huge and this is in a time where no one's talking about these kind of things and it's probably why the movie's just not as rated as high on IMDb as possible because it it's b- a touchy before subject before it's time yeah it's a touchy yeah, subject I
0: think,
1: I think Muhammad Ali himself there's, there's no I don't think any one of us can sit here and say anything anything else anybody else um, is more cultural uh, had the biggest impact the uh, biggest cultural impact than Muhammad Ali but for the movie if you don't know if you haven't done your own research and know the stories in its entirety, I feel like they were poorly depicted in the movie. I feel like there's a certain amount of time, obviously, there is for a movie uh, to run, but they, only, they didn't touch on it enough. They made things look a bit more surface level than they were, especially his relationship with Malcolm. Um, they didn't look, make that as sincere Rocky as it for, could be.
2: And we're talking about surface level. <laughs> yeah no honestly Ooh. they didn't go in they, Muhammad, <laughs> Ali more, I, Muhammad
1: Ali is way more Muhammad Ali is way more his real life yeah is way more interesting and impactful than the movie shows I said that the, the top movie top shows the show the only thing that the, dwarfs
2: Ali as a movie is Muhammad Ali himself there's no there's no movie there's no this actor is what the movie, will, this is what it is it's a it biopic we want to see that we this, want to feel it, it. I it, don't you, you can't, can't it's impossible. There's, uh, there's there's no one who can do that. that. It's not impossible. It's definitely possible.
0: They try so and, they try and dance across all of the dance topics. Across in, and and too it is a two and a half and lacks, hour movie, and it, it
1: is, lacks it the depth.
0: Clarice, let's t- let's let's move on to to Raging Bull. What do you Raging think the Ball. cultural impact of Raging Ball has been?
3: I mean, it's sort of the cultural impact that you get from having made one of the best films of all time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I and mean, you see sort of like every sort of cool director now like you would take paul thomas anderson mm-hmm. so heavily influenced by scorsese and the end of boogie nights when he's looking in the mirror i mean that is quite openly taken from the end of raging bull it also yeah.
0: reminded me of bronson as well uh the tom hardy film oh, yeah it's yeah. directed yeah. by nicholas yeah. winding reffin like thank it's, you for bringing th- that up there's <laughs> uh, oh of course i mean it's a wonderful movie and and so light on its feet and it's the same type of thing of like a fighter who is really a performer and just wants to be seen.
3: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, really similar themes about the, the fighter as the poet and and just want it, yeah. And yeah, so I think it's hard. I think it's hard because I uh, with Rachel Bull, you can't really go to be like, hey, it had like this effect and this effect because it's when someone makes a film that monumental in film history, it just kind of seeds out and it affects everything. So I think you can just look at a lot of the filmographies of of, of filmmakers like Paul Thomas Anderson, like Nicholas Winding Refn, and you see... I mean, even Joker was
0: is very much trying to be its yes. own Raging Bull. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, one thing I will say also is Raging Bull is the reason why we still have Scorsese-making movies today, because that film came after New York New York which was a critical and box office disaster everyone thought that Scorsese was over a joke like <laughs> get out of here he get uh, out of here kid you got no Get future. out of here <laughs> and and he was um in a hospital at one point because of his cocaine addiction like his drug addiction was really really bad at that period and he had essentially given up feature filmmaking he thought oh I'll go I'll just go make documentaries not to, this on documentaries but he sort of just like I don't want to do this anymore and de niro de niro is the one who brought this book visited him at hospital and and said martin you've got to make this movie you've got to make this movie and then like also took him to the caribbean and like isolation basically just took care of scorsese like a good friend which is really sweet (laughs) their friendship is really nice um (laughs) isn't this
0: story of like the um the irishman is basically the same thing where he like robert de niro got obsessed with a book again and said we need to make this movie
3: Yeah, like I think that that's what's so great about them. It's like a true, like, creative and personal friendship, and they've always had each other's backs, and it's just really nice. And I think Raging Bull is such a product of that because it's literally the product of Robert De Niro, like, intervening in Martin Scorsese's life and saying, Hey, like, you're a genius. Don't give up. I'll take care of you, buddy. I'm Robert De Niro. I think that the,
0: the, the, the angle that you're taking, which is that the cultural impact is that if Raging Bull hadn't been made, we wouldn't have had. Good Everything fellas else. We've had yeah, Goodfellas,
3: yeah. Age of Innocence, which is my favorite Scorsese movie, The Irish, but we were invited any The Departed. Of those. The Departed would have just not existed. It's a nice
0: angle. It's a nice angle to go so, for. That's tough.
3: Gotta thank you. That's Bobby a tough round. <laughs>
0: <That's what> that <laughs> whole round top. is just like, woof. That was okay. tough. Okay, so that is the end of the rounds, and the points as they stand are Rocky Four has seven points. I give you a bonus point for the use of montage. Because <laughs> we kept talking. it basically invented the montage, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So you deserve a bonus point for that. Thank so you. Last place, good try. I mean, you—you—you you, you started with a pretty like. Oh, well, Joe's giving you a, 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 a sarcastic round of applause. applause. You started with a challenging one, and I think you've done very well considering. Very, I've been
2: super impressed with how much you fought for Rocky Four.
1: Like, nice, I think, I, think I just taken. think a little bit deeper than what can, what I can see. Maybe it's I need the to boxer be in Mate, you, bro. If it's a nostalgic <laughs> thing for you, if it,
0: you know, if it means something to you, then it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. yeah Ali good. is in second place with ten points, but leading the charge, of course. It'd be wrong if it didn't win. It's Raging Bull with 14 points. Well done, Clarice. And you get the Screen Test Award. I'm going to pass it now through time and
3: space. Whoa. Wow. I was as good at acting as Robert De Niro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you feel to be a winner of the Screen Test Award?
3: I mean, really, it's just Martin Scorsese. <laughs> well, want to thank nothing. Martin Scorsese, do you? Thank you, Marty. <laughs> 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 I love you. <laughs> Please make another movie. Goodbye.
0: Okay, so now we're going to play Unbox the Plot, which is my favourite little part of it. In this box is my favourite boxing movie. That's what's in here, and you're going to guess what it is. And I've had to bite my tongue throughout the entire episode to not bring up this movie. I at swear, all. if
3: the first clue is boxing gloves. <laughs> no. <laughs> funny that you say that. Yeah, the first clue probably is. is a boxing glove. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: Wait, is, is there anything?
1: Is there anything on the glove, or is it just?
0: No, well, uh, this is this is the clue. I'm not going to give you anything else other than uh, the visual clue. Okay. Right. So
3: we can't. It's not. We don't know if the specifics of the glove. Are. Well, is it the Grinch? No, it's not <laughs> the Grinch. Anybody making a guess? No. No. I'm just trying to think of boxing movies. So. Okay.
0: So we're not. We're, no one's going for the first one. Here is the second clue. Is, huh. This is this a lemon meringue pie. Lemon meringue. Anybody going to be making any guesses on that? Could be you a better movie not be Googling on, it could anything. be a
1: movie on me at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I
1: love lemon meringue. Okay. Okay.
0: Everyone ready Everyone ready for the third clue? Yeah. So nobody's guessed yet? No. I,
3: like, okay. I'm not going to be good. I'm really bad at Here's this game. Here's the
0: third clue. It's a little boxing so. stool. Maybe I'll turn it to the side. Oh. Uh, oh i know it i know it i know yes. it yes yes okay right. i have got a got guess it. okay and here's the giveaway a baby a little doll there's a tag on that it says a million it's worth a million dollars i've done it
3: yeah Videl. i done it at the stool as well all right million. so at the third
0: point everybody guessing it did everyone guess at the third point did you guess at the third point joe no i didn't <laughs> okay <laughs> the obvious answer it's million dollar baby
3: it's right. the stool, it's and the if stool. you know, you know. The stool. Oh, yeah. the stool mate, I, I don't want to.
0: I don't want to spoil this movie if people haven't seen it, if they're listening or watching this show. But Million Dollar Baby, I, I am upset we didn't get to spend much time speaking about that that film on here. I think that that is. I watched it again yesterday to prepare for this, and I just think it's gorgeous. I love the delicate touch that Clint Eastwood has as a director. Uh, And I think you can feel that in most of his films, that the way he just lets things play quite a lot of the time. He doesn't overuse movie language or uh, overuse editing. He also composed the music himself for Million Dollar Baby, and I think he's done that for a few others as well. Morgan Freeman, outstanding in it. Hilary Swank, she dedicated herself to, to this role to a point of making herself unwell. And then didn't tell Clint Eastwood that she was she developed a skin disease or something like that. She didn't tell him because she didn't think it would be in character for Maggie to confess that she was dealing with something like that. I don't know how you feel, Videl, about about Million Dollar Babies boxing. I
1: think it's a movie that I'm gonna have to watch again as an adult because I haven't watched it in in recent years, and, and you know you absorb things differently the older you get. Definitely. So yeah. as a uh, watching it as a kid. I did find the movie very touching. In fact, my mum yeah. was, was crying when we was watching a Million Dollar Baby. That's it's a biggest, hard one. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the biggest memory that I have of, of the movie. But I'm going to definitely have to go back and watch it like I did with the others that we discussed today. And then I'm going to have to let you know. What yeah, I please do. I'd like yeah. to know
0: how it's... Because to me, it, it feels pretty authentic, but I don't know. But- I
1: remember it to be authentic. Nothing about that movie makes me think it was dramatic or it was fake. It did feel very, very real. Um, and I think you know what the feeling of that movie, the energy that movie has is, yeah, it is very realistic. It is very realistic. There's Mm -hmm. nothing about that movie that made me think, oh, that's fake, that would never happen. I even, I even
0: like all the uh. (laughs) <laughs> the very Clint Eastwood isms of like I don't train girls. <laughs> like I, <think> it's, it's, <laughs> I don't train girls, girly. Like it, it's it's all just it's quite charming. It's got mm. quite a bit of a theatre. And it's before the it. time
1: of women's boxing being accepted more right. than uh you know, it wasn't accepted a lot back then when that movie was made compared to present day. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a that's another big thing. I'm glad that movie's there and maybe we need a new one now.
0: Yeah man I I I think it one best picture I'm pretty sure that Clint Eastwood won one of his many best directing awards for it at the Oscars Hilary Swank won best actress and Oh lovely Pretty sure that Morgan Freeman won best supporting actor or at least was nominated uh, but it's it's a, a a big old success in terms of critical and and the awards um but i just i adore it and when i was watching it for the first time i had the uh, i was like oh i get it it's it's like rocky but it's it's modern and it's, it's a female rocky mm. and then there's something that happens that i do not want to spoil on this just in case people haven't seen it but there's a thing in it that i think is one of the most complicated uh situations any character or any person could ever be put in and seeing that play out is heartbreaking and it's 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 very very powerful i love that movie very very hey. much okay Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Screen Test. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Um, You can watch Creed 2 now, as well as all the Rocky movies on Prime Video. But until next time, goodbye.
1: See you later, people.